Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome to the Aura Room, an inspiring space for divine spiritual seekers looking to answer their soul's calling and align with their purpose. I am your host, Ilette Lewis, and I am here to help you find your light and awaken to your truth. Together, we will cover a multitude of spiritual topics, share stories, and deeply dive into what it means to be a soul having a human experience. So come on in and feel the frequency of love, light, and healing energy emanating through your body as you enter the Aura Room. Hello and welcome, welcome back, or just welcome to the Aura Room. So for today's episode, I thought that we would discuss something that has been on my mind a lot recently. And I know that when something is on my mind a lot, it is because the collective needs to hear it. So lately I've been thinking about awakening. And honestly, I've been thinking about awakening since 2020. (laughs) You know, when you think about 2020 vision, um, the universe wasn't kidding when it said, I'm going to give you 2020 vision. (laughs) And a lot of us did wake up to so much in 2020. But here's the thing with awakening. Awakening is so layered. As much as you know, as much as you think you know, there is always so much more that you actually don't know. So do not believe anyone who tells you, yeah, I'm awake. I know it all. I see it all. Because no, they're not. We all have our blind spots. We all have different layers that we have yet to experience. And that is the beauty of awakening. So what I wanted to talk about today is the journey through awakening and how lonely it can actually feel when you start awakening. And also how the world is going through a massive massive collective awakening and shift in consciousness and we are going to start seeing that play out more and more on the world stage i feel like up until now awakening has been very personal to so many of us and awakening also happens in divine and perfect timing based on our soul contracts and what we came here to learn and experience but i do believe a lot of light workers were shaken and awakened in 2020 because a lot of light workers and way showers are going to be asked to step up and really be there for those who are newly awakening if you can think back on when you first started to wake up think about everything that you had to question and everything that came crashing and crumbling down because of it it feels lonely it feels scary Some people can't even put a name to it. They don't know what they're experiencing. It feels like their entire reality is crumbling. A lot of people feel like they're dying. And they can't decipher between depression or a spiritual crisis. And Carolyn Mice talks about that a lot. And when she put those things into perspective, I was like, yes, so many people are going through a spiritual crisis and an awakening and they just don't know it because they've never been taught. It's not something that's talked about. There's so much that has been hidden from us, so much that we've been lied to about. And these are not just conspiracy theories, although I do love a good conspiracy. I love going down a rabbit hole 
I follow all the rabbit holes. I just don't stay in those rabbit holes. I learn, I see different perspectives, and then I come back up and I live my life. And I feel like a lot of people tend to get stuck in those rabbit holes. That's another part of the process of awakening. When you start awakening, you you go through a lot of anger, especially once you start awakening to all of the ways that we have been manipulated by the government and everything that we thought to be true is not the way that things really are. And we start to get angry and we start to point the finger and we start to look at someone to blame and we feel duped and we feel deceived and we feel just so many emotions. And that's another process that we have to work through. It's that process of understanding that we were doing the best that we could given the level of awareness that we had at a certain time. It is not for us to start pointing the finger at everyone else it is for us to know our power and take responsibility but if we get stuck in that layer on that level on that page where we continue to point the finger and continue to see the world through the lens of darkness we don't expand and the purpose of our soul bringing us to this awakening is so that we can work from our light, so that we can see the power of our light and that we can live more in alignment with that light. They don't, they, our soul doesn't want us to see the world through that lens of darkness and think that everything is evil and everyone is evil and everyone is out to get me and, every, and on and on and on. And that's not true. That's not true. Yes, there is evil out there. Yes, there are dark forces out there. Yes, there are people doing very malicious, disgusting things. But as long as you keep focusing on that, you miss the point of the awakening and what your soul is bringing you to, which is back home to yourself, to your heart, to unity consciousness. To the fact that there is no separation. It's going to bring up all of your triggers, all of your ego um, limitations, self-imposed cages and boxes. It wants to free you from that. And here's the thing. If we are not ready, anyone who is speaking on these things, anyone who is maybe bringing up something that we just don't want to hear because we are comfortable in our bubble, we are comfortable in what we know, and anyone that challenges that reality, we see as a threat. That's your ego, by the way. Your ego will always see those things as a threat. Then we... Sorry, excuse me. (laughs) Dropped my phone as I am recording on it. But... Our ego will see everyone who is speaking their truth and speaking a truth that deep down we know, but we have not wanted to address yet. Excuse me, let me take a sip of my hot chocolate. Mm. Ah, I love hot chocolate. Okay, so as I was saying... Those things that we have not wanted to address or acknowledge, if someone else is triggering us to look at those things by shining a light on it, we are going to get very upset. 
So you will find that there are even some people who you may not resonate with because they are speaking certain truths based on the level of awareness that they have based on their own perceptions and our truths are based on our perceptions and what we have experienced, which is why I think it's so important to listen to different perspectives because everybody has a lived experience and they can offer wisdom and knowledge based on what they have gone through. It is not our job to discredit someone, to censor someone, to shut someone down. We can seek to understand. We may not agree with them. We may not agree with everything that they have to say, but I believe that they have a right to say it. Everyone has a right to say it. And you have a responsibility with how you respond to that. The responsibility is not the person. The person can be out there spreading lies, talking crap, saying the most ridiculous, outlandish things, but that is their right to do so. And by you working on yourself and taking accountability for your emotions and the way that you respond to things, you want to respond, you don't want to react, you want to seek to understand. You hold the power and you hold the control. Am I going to let this upset me? Am I not going to let this upset me? Is this triggering me? What within me is this triggering that I can go deeper with, that I can take a look at? I know there were a lot of things that even though I was aware of when it came to 2020 in terms of health and my children, things that I already knew in the back of my mind that my intuition was already like, hey, yo, 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 yo. And I knew it, but I just, I wasn't ready to look at it. And then I had my little Lila in 2020 and the door just blasted open to different layers, more knowledge, more awareness, more truth. And so I made different decisions based on what I already felt and intuitively knew and then things that were just being validated for me. And A lot of times we don't have to go looking for things if we are aware enough of our surroundings and we pay attention to our triggers and the way that our soul is speaking to us through our intuition, through our body, the information and the things and the experiences are presented to us. We don't really have to go looking for them. They come to us. Think of any little thing that is triggering you. What are you avoiding? What don't you want to face? What don't you want to look at? Because your soul knows and your intuition is nudging you. It's just you're avoiding it. And it will continue to tap you on the shoulder until you look at it. So what's happening now as we're seeing on the collective stage is that all of this darkness is starting to be exposed as more light floods the planet. So people say, oh my goodness, the world is going to shit. Things are getting so bad. Not really. They're just being exposed. So now what's going to happen is I feel intuitively that we are going to go through another deep layered level of ahas, of darkness being exposed. And there are going to be many people who are going to suffer through it because it's tough. Waking up is not all, oh my God, I am so woke and I'm not talking about fake woke. Oh my goodness, am I not talking about that because I have so much to say about that, pero to each their own. I'm talking about deep, deep awakening to your soul and to your truth. Because remember, we go through the veil of forgetfulness when we incarnate on earth. 
so that then we can remember again who we really are and that our true essence is love. But as we go through that, it is rocky. And these are the things that nobody talks about. They're like, yeah, I'm so awake and I'm awake and I can see beyond. And da-da. Yes, you may. But with all of that also comes a huge responsibility. Because now you realize the power of your choices. You realize the power of your thoughts. You realize how much you can make a difference with pure intention. Everything that you do carries weight. I, I like to put this like as a perfect example, um, something very simple that we can all understand. The minute that you start realizing all of the processed ingredients and the crap that is in your food, you can no longer go to a grocery store and pick up something without turning it around. And once you turn it around and you see all the processed stuff that's in it, all the crap that's in it, now you are going to have a different level of responsibility because now you know, okay, now I have a choice because I am aware that if I put this into my body, it is not the healthiest. So is it easier for me to just eat what I want without thinking about it? Oh my God, great. Or is it harder for me to know that, yeah, I can eat what I want guilt-free, but then in the back of my mind, I'm still going to have like that little voice inside me that says, wait a minute, this has so much crap in it. And a lot of people don't want that responsibility because it's a lot easier to just do things nilly-willy without being aware and choosing to be ignorant than it is to have the responsibility of knowing that, okay, you're going to make a choice here and this choice is going to have consequences. Not to say that one is better, not to say that one is worse, but it's just going to be more loaded because you have a different level of awareness. And it's honestly, guys, it is legit like the Matrix movie. You know, where they say ignorance is bliss, but which one do you prefer? Do you prefer to know and carry that responsibility and hold that power? Or do you prefer to just blissfully and ignorantly live your life? And that's a decision that you get to make. I, for one, I love knowing the truth. I love just give it to me straight. I don't care who it is, what it is, just give it to me. I want to live aware. I want to live conscious. I want to live intentional. I try to put intention into everything that I do from the level of awareness and consciousness that I do have, while also understanding that I will continue to make mistakes. I will continue to go through my own level of awareness and awakening. And that is all okay. I give myself grace. I give myself the space to grow and I give myself the space to integrate. But when we are in that very raw, vulnerable space where we're going through another one of these layers and everything around us is changing, it's hard. It's hard because if you are one of the ones in your family or in your group of friends who... are going, excuse me, let me take a sip of my hot chocolate again. If you are one of the ones in your group that is going through another layer that your friends have not yet reached, maybe you have become aware of something, you have had this great aha, the light bulb has gone off, it's lonely and it's hard 
because you don't have anyone to talk to. You don't have anyone to relate to. You begin to think that you're going crazy. So many things run through your mind. You get anxiety, you get depression. And the thing is that you need to be okay with letting go of people, situations, relationships, things that just no longer bring you joy, that no longer fit because you are leveling up, you are expanding and you should never keep yourself from expanding, from growing, from shining your light just to make others feel comfortable. That is one of the worst things that you can ever do because it goes against your soul and deep down inside it it hurts it hurts you and i understand that it also hurts when those around us especially those who we love they don't get it they don't understand us they can't possibly see where we're coming from all of that hurts but i promise you the deeper that you go within yourself do your own healing have compassion for yourself the more that you will be able to move through those hiccups and those bumps and those layers gracefully because you begin to understand and this does take time you begin to understand that once you have expanded your consciousness and your awareness you can now go down to meet people where they are understand them but not stay there you come back up and your mind is free And when I started going through my awakening, through another layer of it in 2020, I was shown, I remember being in bed. I was laying down in bed. It was early morning. And I tend to get a lot of visions in my mind's eye when I'm in that hypnagogic stage, um, like right before waking up. So I'm laying down and all of a sudden I see plato's allegory of the cave which i didn't even know at the time that that's what it was but i'm seeing the cave in my mind's eye playing like a movie reel for those of you who are clairvoyant you know what i'm talking about so in my mind's eye i'm seeing this play out like a movie reel and i'm seeing the cave and i'm seeing the people in the cave and i'm seeing the shadows and i'm seeing the ones who leave the cave and come out at the top and i was like wow i know that i've seen this before let me start looking this up. So I go to Google and I'm like, cave, images, cave, philosophy, because I know that there's there, somewhere in the back of my mind, I, I know. And um, I look it up and it's Plato's allegory of the cave. And I was like, wow, thank you, spirit, because this is exactly what I needed to read, what I needed to see, because this is exactly what I feel like I'm going through. And I'm going to go ahead and pull that up for you so that I can read to you um, what... Plato said and his allegory of the cave. I get drawn to a lot of stuff by Plato. I was for sure a philosopher in another life. And I also have my Jupiter um, in the ninth house, which is the house of the philosopher and in Aquarius. So go figure. I love philosophy. It is one of my favorite things ever. Okay, so let me look this up for you. I actually posted this on my Instagram. I posted the picture and I posted um, the little caption of what Plato said about it. Um, Okay, let me read it to you. It is so relevant for these times. Just incredible. Okay, where is it? 
Okay. The Allegory of the Cave is a Socratic dialogue recorded by Greek philosopher Plato. Plato was a student of Socrates and one of the few people to write down some of his many teachings, which were eventually compiled into their own books. Okay, blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to go into all of that. Um, okay. The Allegory of the Cave, a dialogue between Socrates and Plato's brother, Glaucon, as presented by Plato. Socrates' Allegory of the Cave imagines a group of people chained together inside an underground cave as prisoners. Okay, let me read that again. So, uh, the Allegory of the Cave imagines a group of people chained together inside an underground cave as prisoners. Behind the prisoners, there is a fire. And between the prisoners and the fire are moving puppets and real objects on a raised walkway with a low wall. However, the prisoners are unable to see anything behind them as they have been chained and stuck looking in one direction at the cave there at the cave wall their whole lives. As they look at the wall before them, they believe the shadows of objects cast by the moving figures are real things and the only things. Their visible world is their whole world. The narrative goes on to ponder about what would happen if one of the prisoners were forced to leave. What would they see? How would they adjust? Would they believe what they saw outside? What would happen to them if they returned to the cave? Would they be able to see the same things they saw before? The narrative assumes the freed prisoner would return and try to liberate their prisoners. Now, knowing how much more of the world exists outside the cave. Now, knowing how much, how much more of the world exists outside the cave. However, in its conclusion, Socrates and Glaucon agree that the other prisoners would likely kill those who try to free them, as they would not want to leave the safety and comfort of their known world. Whoa! Powerful, powerful, powerful. When I was given that vision by spirit and I read those words and I read that again, I was like, wow, this is exactly what we are going through. This is exactly and perfectly describing awakening. This is perfect. Why do you think that people are so triggered by truth, by things being uncovered? Because like the prisoners in the cave... They don't know any different. This is the world that they have always known. So anyone that comes who has left the cage, who has escaped the cage and has seen the beauty of the real world and is out there looking at the sun and the trees and saying, wow, this is amazing. And they come back and they're trying to explain that to these prisoners. And these prisoners are like, you're crazy. Get out of here. What? Because that other world is something scary. It's not what they've ever known. And they fear losing the comfort. They fear change. They fear the unknown. As humans, we do have that great fear. That's our ego. We fear what we don't know. And anyone who comes in to shake and rattle and get us to question something differently is threatening that comfort. And so we think that we need to blame them we need to shut them up we need to shut them down because they are the ones that are threatening my comfort my reality and so we are where we are right now 
think back on everything that happened with the censorship and people speaking truth and how angry and upset people were getting. Even now, you bring up the topic of COVID and the jabs and whatnot, and it's such a trigger point for people. Even when someone else tries to point out a different viewpoint, like, hmm, maybe this is this, or maybe we should take a look at this. Maybe we should research this. Maybe there's a different story. Maybe they get really, really mad. And so something that happened to me when I was going through uh, this layer of awakening is I remember being very awake and, and very aware and wanting to share it with all my friends and everyone that I knew and everyone in my family and oh my goodness take a look at this and this and this and wow and oh and a lot of them weren't ready to listen to it they weren't ready to receive they weren't ready to accept and in the beginning it was frustrating for me because I was like wow like I'm just trying to help you out But then I realized, wait a minute, that's my own ego, right? Is that my ego saying, I know all these things and I'm going to tell you because I'm trying to help you. But then at the same time, that's overriding your free will and your choice. And I came to a place where I just stopped. I stopped and I'm like, I'm not in the business of convincing anyone of anything. I'm in the business of expanding myself, expanding my awareness, my consciousness, sharing and trusting that whoever the message gets to is whoever is meant to hear it at any given moment. And here's another thing that I've experienced myself is a lot of times the things that we say and do and speak about will cause others to completely shut us out or leave or unfollow or uh, condemn. Oh, I don't like what you're saying. I don't like, uh, bye, I'm out of here. Unfollow, peace. Or even family members, oh, I don't like this. So I'm going to stop talking to you. We have to let them. We have to let people go if they feel the need to go. We have to honor where they are. We have to honor what they may not be ready for, even though it hurts, even though it sucks. And it does hurt when it's family members, people you love. But we have to leave them there. We can send them love, wish them well. But if it's going to prevent us from living and speaking our truth, is it really worth it? Because I'll tell you, when you go against your soul and you go against your path and you go against your passion and what you know in your heart to be true and you are living in that conviction, it's really difficult to put on a mask, to be fake, to be someone that you are not. Yes, you are going to have more understanding, but you are also going to have boundaries without shame and without guilt that you are going to put up and be like, well, this is my boundary. I love you, but you do not get to cross it. And so during that process, where I was going through all of that, luckily, I had a cousin of mine who we would, um, we were on the same page. We were on the same level of awakening together in terms of, um, well, I guess different, different pages, different levels based on different things. I was more spiritually aware of spiritual concepts and, and then she was very, um, awake to a lot of like the government, political stuff, how we're being manipulated. And so we were really able to be there for each other during that time. It was a back and forth and I felt supported. 
So if you are feeling like you are lonely, which it can be very lonely, I just wanted to let you know that you are not alone. There are people out there who are going through the same thing as you. Build an online community. If you don't have it at home, if you don't have it in your tangible, real reality yet, find them online. Build it online. There's so many groups on Telegram, um, on Instagram, just people who literally share your experiences and talk about it and make you feel less alone i mean that's one of the reasons i wanted to start this podcast so that you don't feel alone as you're going through your awakening so that all of the things that you were told you are crazy for thinking about or believing about someone else thinks about that too and let me tell you if i hadn't experienced a lot of the things that i experienced firsthand in my body, um, I would probably question them too and be like, "Mm, I don't know about that. But because I have had such tangible experiences, I'm like, wow, you cannot make this stuff up. You really cannot. And I've had a lot of those embodied experiences. And um, I'm grateful for them because it is because of those that I stand where I stand and I have my convictions. And then at the same time, I'm always open to learning and exploring and seeking to understand. But the problem is that a lot of us don't really seek to understand. We are just waiting to judge, waiting to insert ourselves or our own opinion into someone else. We're not willing to really sit down and have a conversation And that's why you got to get your triggers in line, man, because when you have your triggers and your emotions in line, you are able to meet people at the table who think completely differently and be like, hmm, okay, okay, I, I, I understand this or I don't really agree with you. I may never agree with you, but, you know, I get where you're coming from and you're able to do that because you know that you there are certain things that you know to be true in your heart and you won't budge on, but you will be willing to give someone your time and your ear and have an open dialogue. Unless we are able to do that, we are never going to continue learning and growing because people can offer so much, so many different perspectives based on um, their life experiences. Like I probably, I think I already said that before. Um, So yeah, that whole awakening journey has been something that has been on my mind for the past couple of days because I just, I keep feeling like we are collectively just going to go through another layer and it's going to be tough. And let me tell you, here's another thing that I don't even know if I've talked about in a previous episode before, but I'm going to go ahead and get into it now. I began to get so psychically attacked when I did start to uncover so much of the darkness that we have on earth, the way that we've been manipulated and controlled. And oh my goodness, my dreams, really, really dark dreams, sleep paralysis, uh, getting stuck in the astral fourth dimension, which I'm going to do an entire podcast episode on my astral experiences, which I have written down in my notes pages every time that i would wake up from that i would write it down so i have it all documented and i'm going to do a whole episode on that 
Um, that'll probably be the next episode, but I was getting psychically attacked. It's almost as if the forces that be uh, did not want me uncovering this information. And okay, here's the thing. How do I explain this without uh, sounding a little cuckoo? So uh, in order for you to understand these big, big concepts, you, like I said, have to go big. Go big or go home. You have to really expand your consciousness. You really have to leave that cave so that you can get a complete and big picture. Because until you do, a lot of things don't make sense. And you stay stuck in this this bubble of, well, why would somebody do this? This is just pure evil. This makes no sense. But then you got to go big. got to go big. You got to go galactic. You got to go cosmic. You got to go... And I'm talking big, I'm talking cosmic, I'm talking get yourself alchemy of nine dimensions, read that book, you gotta, you know, cosmic consciousness. And it does go back to the beings that have taken over this planet and it goes into the Anunnaki and it goes into history, like it, it, I mean, it goes big. So when I started uncovering all of these truths, I did begin to get psychically attacked and every night in my dream the astral felt like I was fighting a galactic battle kid you not and this was 2020 in the thick of it so much was going on I would wake up exhausted and then I did have to do clearing and I got myself um, onyx and I would call upon Archangel Michael and clear and cleanse my energy field protect my space before I went to bed and all of that may sound a little crazy and you'd be thinking, what the heck? I am not going to explore these truths because I do not want to go through that. But it's the same thing that we always talk about when we talk about the shadow work. It's that things that are in the darkness, these quote unquote demons, which are your inner demons, your fears, they're going to come up to the surface. They're going to come up to the light to be acknowledged. And the process of acknowledging them is not easy nilly willy. It's uh it's something that you have to go through and it's tough and you just have to be strong and willing to go through it. But the darkness is serving to show you the incredible power of your light. And that is one thing that I say over and over again because it is the truth. One small little candle can light an entire room. And it is in that darkness that you get to know yourself. You get to know your light. You get to know that you are more powerful. And a lot of people, when they start to awaken, which is opening of the third eye they do experience a lot of that darkness which is why a lot of people do end up getting scared and they end up thinking that things like astrology and oracle cards are all demonic and it's because they probably blasted their third eye open without being ready that's another reason why we have to also be ready and be prepared for the information working with your higher self is key because your higher self knows what you are ready for so if you want to expand your consciousness and you want to grow you always ask your higher self please open me up to the information open me up to the expansion that is perfect for me that my soul can handle guarantee you that it'll be perfect for you your soul your higher self knows what you can handle i for one am the type that i am very i mean i'm an old old soul i feel like i've been doing this earth thing many 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 times and i can handle that and i'm like all right let's go next all right let's go next like and then my <laughs> my human is like wait wait we need to integrate you can't just expand expand without integrating without embodying um, but I know that I can handle that. I, I grow and I move through things very, very quickly. I don't dwell 
in things and situations for a really long time. I tend to just move, move through them quickly. Um, But when people go through that without knowing, without being prepared, and they're just blasted open, like those people who do like these ayahuasca uh, things, or they do a mushroom trip, I've never done any of that. Not that I'm against it. I just, honestly, the ayahuasca thing kind of scares me. Um, the mushroom thing, I'd be down to try very, very micro dose because I'm very, very sensitive, like extremely sensitive. So those things just make me wacky because I am already so open and so sensitive that I don't want to push myself past those boundaries. So when people do that and they're blasted open, all of a sudden, all the shadows, all the things that they've been ignoring, all of their inner demons, they come flooding into their awareness. And it's a lot. It's a lot to handle all at once. And I feel like I was kind of going through a certain level of that in 2020 because it was so much for me to process. And a lot of the way that I was processing it was through my dreams. I do a lot of work um, in the dream space. Um, So I did I did have like those constant nightmares and I had to, you know, do all the clearing, like I said. Um, but I'm grateful for it. I'm grateful for everything that I uncovered, everything that I learned. And it put me so in touch with my power. And whereas before, I feel like the weight of the world and the collective and the emotions would take hold of me. And sometimes we're not even aware how emotions and the collective are getting into our psyche. And a lot of the thoughts that we have are not even our own. It's just stuff that we may have picked up, whether scrolling through much, uh, too much on Instagram or feeling pressured into saying something or doing something or thinking a certain way. And it's not even us. It's not who we are. And we're just taking all of that shit on from other people. Awakening really helped me through that process where I'm like, wait a minute, this isn't my stuff. I don't have to give an opinion on this. I'm not forced to say this just because everyone else is saying it. Nope, nope, nope. And you really get to know who you are. But in order to do that, you've got to take a look at the stuff that is preventing you from freeing yourself. And um, I do know that when you get free and you can see so much of it, you just start living a, a more I don't give a fuck life. But it's not I don't give a fuck because I am going to be out here like hurting others and being selfish. And no, it's just I don't give a fuck about how you perceive me, what you think of me. I am still living my truth. I am still honoring my path. I am out here doing my thing. I'm focused on my lane and it's so liberating and it feels so good. And it's just, it's freeing. It's so freeing. You free yourself from that mental cage, that mental prison. And it's like, wow, 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 wow. And I have had people say to me, well, what if I do that? And then all of a sudden, my relationship with my husband, my partner, just no longer fits because my partner refuses to grow, refuses to do the work, refuses to whatever. And then it's like, well, then you have a decision to make. I mean, I don't have all the answers. Are my husband and I at different levels of awareness? Yes. In terms of a lot of things. Um, He tends to be more grounded, whereas I feel like I'm a combination of grounded and cosmic. Um, like I've gone big, 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 but then I'm also able to hold space and understand where he is. 
but then he's also very aware of so many other things as well so for our relationship i know temperance temperance is a key piece and that's what works for us but then there are people who just refuse to to move and they're just completely stagnant and then you just have to make a decision are these the friendships that i want to continue having are these the people that i want to continue um <clears throat> being around and sometimes we can turn away from that like from certain people who we love and care about and then things change and they grow and they evolve and then maybe we find our way back to each other that's also a possibility i i remember when i was um when i found this astrologer who i absolutely love and i took some astrology classes with uh, danielle page she's amazing when i found her years ago i think it was like three four years ago um i heard her on a podcast i think it was the george liesel's podcast lit up light worker something like that i forgot what it's called um and i was like oh my goodness who is this woman she's so full of herself she she seems so condescending oh i don't i don't know i don't vibe i don't not realizing in that moment she was reflecting to me my power and where i lacked my own confidence and where i was not standing in my power come to find out she's a, a freaking pluto midheaven of course people with a lot of pluto trigger within us what we haven't recognized within ourselves and now going back to her after i did go through those levels of awakening i was like wow i can't believe that i thought you were all these things it's just things within myself that you were triggering that i had not yet realized and recognized and now i'm like you are a badass and i resonate with you and i vibe with you and you speak a lot of the same things that i intuitively already know and get downloads and it's like wow i get it i get you now oh i didn't get you back then i was intimidated by your power is what i was i honestly was and even without knowing without being conscious of it it was just a feeling and we'll come across a lot of people who when they are in their power and speaking their truth they will either point us to those triggers and intimidate us get us all up in our feelings and angry or remind us of the beautiful badass souls that we are but how we receive that is up to our soul for whatever we need in any given moment all right so um i've been rambling on for a while i gotta take the kids to school you can probably hear them in the background i came into the gym this morning and i was like you know what i'm gonna talk about whatever's on my mind i'm gonna do a podcast dump i just dumped all the info that was coming through me in the past couple of days had to get it out literally i will have experiences where i'm like i can't even sleep because all this information wants to come out if i don't journal it if i don't talk about it it will just eat me up inside and tell you it's not fun gemini rising <laughs> the mind of a gemini rising there's a lot going on in there let me tell you all right so i will catch you guys in another episode of the aura room next time i am on here we are probably gonna talk about astral traveling and the dream space and all of that super cool wacky stuff catch you soon bye bye mm-hmm.